I'm just going to say it. I don't like that the Horde has a council. Sure, I get it. You don't want a war chief in peacetime, but like maybe call it like high chieftain or some crap like that. Council. Council D's nuts. Thralls! Thralls! They're everywhere! Thralls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind, with your host, Wooly. What's up, swingers? I am Wooly, and welcome to episode six of Thralls Balls. Uh, six episodes. It's um, kind of fast. Kind of fast. It feels like I started the show like yesterday, and we're at six episodes. Pretty cool. Today, I am joined by none other than Gershom. Gershom, say hi. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have a little bit more from Gershom a little bit in a little bit. We're going to do a little bit of interview we do. And uh, before that, we're going to... Oh, I throw... I wrote things in the wrong order. Aren't I professional? Uh... I wanted to do Mixed Drink of the Week first, but first, no, not first. Let's just do the, let's just do it. Mixed Drink of the Week, fuck yeah. I've already made a mess of this episode. So you see, you don't have to be nervous because I'll fuck it up before you can, you know? There's nothing to be nervous about. Um, The drink this week. For everybody who has been paying attention, we have been going backwards through the classes by armor type. We started with Cloth, we finished Warlock, we did Shadow, we did Holy for Priest. And now we are on to our last Priest spec, and it is Discipline. Hell yeah. So the drink this week is called Twist of Fate. Gershom, what do you think is in a Twist of Fate? Okay, so... I kind of had to look up the Discipline Priest uh, spec, to be honest. Yeah, I did and too. And I did find that it, yeah, that it's like a, like a slow burn. And I, I'm not a mixologist. I mean, I was like, it basically has to do with like a shot of something really strong. And then like a, like a good chaser or like a drop in the drink type of thing. I, I have no idea what you came up with. But I would love to hear it. All right. So uh, I took the suggestion from Immune from Do Not Relent. Or maybe it was Slide Whistle. I don't remember. But they suggested um, just mixing together the Shadow and the Holy. Because that's essentially what Discipline is. It's like they, they do both of those things. And the conclusion I came to was to take a little bit of each drink. So, what is in a twist of fate is one shot of Jägermeister, a little bit of pineapple juice, and you fill it in with grape soda, and the halo of sugar around the rim is making a return. Listen to this shit. did it a little bit longer than um oh shit i still fucked it up hang on 
Okay, I did it a little bit longer than I did for the holy drink because um, there didn't seem to be enough sugar on it before. So I'm just mixing this bad boy up. I'm adding my shot of Jaeger. Oh yeah. Now, oh, that is a strong smell. I'm gonna put in my pineapple juice. I have this little can of like Dole pineapple juice and I kind of don't really want to use the whole can because that's a lot of pineapple juice. So I'll just kind of use as much as I feel like. Um, I think those cans. I think those cans are sort of meant for like uh, backyard barbecues. Like you make like a, sure just a rum and, and pineapple juice and in the pitcher. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Okay, and then I'm putting in my grape soda. I'm gonna mix it up and I'll let y'all know how it is. Oh, oh, wait, gotta do this. Because people like the sound, apparently. I didn't make a sound for mixing it up because there isn't much sound to be had. How is it? How is it? It actually tastes pretty good. Yeah. I'm impatient. How is it? Yeah? Is it yeah, good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah? I can really taste... The, uh, the Jaeger, but not in a bad way. I can really taste the pineapple. And there's this nice foamy stuff toward the top of the cup. The only time I ever tasted Jaeger was in a bad way. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't do that. Jaeger is my go-to I want to get fucked up drink. But, oh, God. Yeah. But no. it's also <laughs> it's also something I've gotten to the point where I can casually drink it and feel just fine. So there you have it, folks. That is the twist of fate. A shot of Jaeger, a bit of pineapple juice, fill it in with grape soda, and a halo of sugar around the rim. And that is likely the last we'll see of the halo of sugar. So those of you who were sitting there going, will he bring it back for Paladin? Probably not. I might, though, but probably not. But just kidding, I might. But maybe not. So yeah, Gershom. Let's get to know you a little bit. So I did hear the interview you did on Whispers of War. So some of these questions I'm asking you, I know the answer to already. However, I'm going to ask them like I don't know. Sound good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally fine. Sweet. So starting off, Alliance or Horde? Horde. Hell yeah. All, all, all right. You got to you're bringing some balance to the fucking Discord server because we got them DNR fellas and a, uh, a couple guys from my Alliance Guild who uh, can't stop smack talking the horde. What the hell, guys? I mean, okay, so to be honest, in DFA with Sylvanas and stuff, I lost, I lost a lot of faith in the horde, but I kind of have like, I have like oh, a. Yeah. Uh, kind of full-blown faith in the Horde. I have a very... You mentioned my Whisper Support interview, so, like, I talked about how much I love Durotan and Draka and kind of the original base of things and just what the Horde was going through and, and what they liked, and I just never got over it. I just liked it. I like the Horde. I just like orc culture. I do a lot, too. And that's funny, because if you bring out uh, Immune, he'll be like, oh, it's a fucking mud pit in Orgrimmar, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, uh, you know, it is, but it's my home, so, you know. 
Actually, it's dry and dusty. You gotta have water to make it mud. Immune. Yeah. He's probably gonna try and say that Jaina tried to drown the whole city and then she baited the mud pit. <laughs> well, he will now. Alright, so you, uh, you're the horde, you say. You, uh, you mentioned the whole Sylvanas thing in BFA. I, I wanna speak to that a little bit. I think partly Blizzard wanted people to feel conflicted about being Horde because it brings a bit of a texture to the game, but also, like, that's a real test of what your honor is, I guess. Like, I was going to say honor level, but that's, like, you know, an in-game system, and that's not what I'm referring to. But, like, are you an honorable member of the Horde? Do you value, like strength and whatnot in battle or do you just say fuck it kill everybody for no fucking reason of course we know now there was a reason but so the whole sylvanas thing was like in my opinion just because she was war chief at the time that was not the horde that was not really the horde that was the Maw and all that shit acting through Sylvanas. The Horde has yet again been manipulated by an outside force. So boom, suck on that, you everybody. Yeah. I just I I I don't feel like Sylvanas should have ever been the war chief. I think it was no. fucked up how Vulgen got uh blasted in the uh, broken shores in legion and i think that it's annoying because i don't like this little like horde system council they have and i didn't ever like what they did with sylvanas in my heart of hearts i wish that varrock had never been killed because i think he was he was an adept war chief because Thrall, oh, yeah. because thrall didn't want to do it he stepped down if you read the shadow then... if you sh if you read the shadows rising book Mm -hmm, then know. Thrall was like, I'm not... Yeah, we talked about that on Twitter, like, what a good book it was. But um, Oh, it's so good. It's amazing. But um, Thrall was basically like, I don't want to do this. And I think Varrock would have been a very good war chief, even though he was old. And then I kind of have this interest in um, Zaycon. That little, mm -hmm, that little troll mm -hmm. shaman who was following him around and sort of aka zappy boy zappy boy okay yep <laughs> um just following him around and saying like i don't have any parents and and Varric was sort of mean to him <laughs> he was mean to him Varric was mean to him he was like hey you know haha <laughs> you don't have any parents he, he was like no Varric was like where's your father and he was like my father was killed and stuff and I think they and then in the Shadows uh, Rising book Zaycon actually went through when he was about okay I don't know if this is entirely correct but I feel like as he was dying and he was about to go through the maw so he went into the maw Zaycon went into the maw and it was horrible because he was tapped, uh, he was trapped in the tar pits and he was being burned to death and stuff like that. And he went into the maw and he came back out and he saw Varrock 
chasing Dranos through like Negrant and being very happy. And it was very weird. Like, I don't know. You have to read the book. It's. Yeah. So, Bonsamdi? Right. I never can say his name right. He basically reached into the maw, grabbed yes. Zakan, yes. and was like, oh, yes. hell no, and pulled him You're out. You're not. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. And, um,. Basically, what he saw about seeing Barak running through Nagrand was a lie, because otherwise he would have, like, freaked the hell out, you know? Yes. W- with everybody going into the Maw. Yes. So, then, how long have you been playing the game? I've been playing since uh, Vanilla Classic. I mean, classic oh, is, like, shit. Classic, but I have actually been playing on and off, not entirely through the time, but, yes, through... Uh, the original vanilla with breaks. Oh, shit. With breaks. You got me beat. Well, yeah, everybody takes breaks here and there. You got me beat. I didn't start until, uh, like, I want to say a month-ish before Sunwell opened in Burning Crusade, and I never even, I never even, uh, raided in BC. I've been toying with the idea of actually playing BC Classic, but I'm in two guilds already. It might be kind of tricky. I still got to think about that. So then how did you get into the game in the first place? Um, so I got into the game um, via an ex-boyfriend. Kind of annoying, but um, he basically had been playing the game before, and I got into it, and it was to the point where... <laughs> I would be sitting around in the house like, can I play WoW now? And we had one computer and we basically had to buy a second computer because I got so into the game that I had to play it. I mean, worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Yep. And um, just just started from there. I mean, like I said, I have played on and off, but yeah, for the most part, I've, I've been on and off since uh since classic vanilla rock on do you raid then no i do not raid. (laughs) all right and yeah i want to include a note here for everybody listening if you don't raid that is totally okay there is a lot more to the game than raiding like personally like i said i didn't start until bc and then i didn't I never raided until I had a disastrous Bastion of Twilight attempt in Cataclysm, then didn't raid again until the very end of Warlords. So there's a lot more to do in the game. You can do mount collecting. Do you mind you if I ask what uh, pet stuff? What What's happened up? in uh, Bastion of Twilight that oh, it was, was so just, bad? Um, personally, I had no clue what I was doing. Um, I was playing an undead hunter at the time and had no real idea how to find like a guide how to play the uh, class correctly and it actually never even occurred to me that i might be playing the class wrong so my dps was trash um i had watched like a video on how to do Halthus Wormbreaker and didn't quite understand it, didn't know what kind of utilities i had available to me and it seems everybody else in that raid also had those issues so leadership called it when we could not even get down half a swarm breaker and like i was whispering 
the raid leader who was also the guild leader like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry did i mess that up i'm so sorry and he's like it wasn't just you it was everybody blah 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 people need to get their shit together he was not very nice about it but i can look back at that now because I can now understand that there's a lot more resources at play that people have access to. And this was this was early Cataclysm, right? So it was like, what, 2010-ish? I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Uh, so you don't you don't raid. What uh what do you like to do in the game? What is your favorite kind of content to play? So lately I've been um catching up on like mounts and reps I kind of um, I've kind of uh, come up on wanting this uh, 100 exalted reps which comes with a mount called the pure heart courser and I also realized that that shit is gonna look really ugly on a troll but I have uh, humans and blood elves who can ride it too. So I, get, I just want it. I just want the hundred. So I've been doing that. I, I have been, I have been doing that a lot. Troll is that? Is that Gershom? Your troll? Yeah, Gershom. He's a male troll. Yep. Yeah, that's where I was going with this. Male trolls do not look good on any mount except like raptors. Like their freaking legs just stick out like a year and a half to the left and right. Well, so according to the lore, I think like on like all the internet, you know, whatever's, they're like nine feet tall. So that's kind of hard to imagine. Yeah, like they're really, they're really tall. Yeah, I mean, the Zandalari trolls are pretty tall, too, and they stand up straight. If you go into, uh, actually, I've been farming the mount, I've been farming a lot of mounts, and so... One of the ones I'm doing is uh, Zolgarub, because mm. you can get the Bloodlore Mandicure mount, and you can get the the Panther Priestess mount. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you go into Zolgarub, those trolls are a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest they're a with lot, you. They're a lot bigger. I've only been in Zolgarub once since... Uh, since Cataclysm changed the way it was done. Before that, like, I farmed the shit out of it to get the, the tiger mount that was in there. And I got it, but a friend of mine won the roll. Got it? Oh, no. A friend of mine won the roll, but he gave it to me because he knew how bad I wanted it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Hell I'm so yes. happy for you. No, I'm so happy. <laughs> it is That's one good. of my uh, most treasured things that I have in the yes. game. Yes. You know, I, di I didn't much. have this question on the list, but it was one I thought of ahead of time and then forgot about when I was writing down questions to ask you. Um, what do you have like one thing in the game that you like value above everything else? Like for me, it's that tiger or my model Drake mount that I got from the trading card game. Do, do you have something in game that's like that to you that ha, I have this? I would love to get invincible. I would love to get invincible. <laughs> right, but I mean, like, something you already might have. Is there anything like that? Or is it just you have oh, goals? Oh, something that, like, that, like, 
matters to me that I already have. Right, right. Sorry to put you on um, the spot. I didn't give you this question ahead no, of time. It's, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Um, I would say it was um, my wolf mount from the original Alterac Valley. Oh, nice. Not the first. Not the not the Snarler, but the, it's like a Frost Wolf Howler, I think it's called. Is that still, like, available to get in the game, or did they take it out when they changed stuff? I don't know. I know that I got it on my original tune, which was a, which was a rogue. A troll rogue. And, um, I grinded Alterax Valerie for, oh god, days and months. You must have been so happy when they made mounts account-wide and you could use that on your other characters. Yes, I know I yes, was with my yes, tiger. I was, I was. <laughs> yes, like, I was. For anybody yes, who might not but... know, because there's people who might not, uh, there was a time when mounts were locked to such and such character. Like, if you had, what's its nuts, the spectral tiger on, like, a your druid or whatever you go to play on like your warrior you can't get the tiger tough shit but then at some point and i don't remember when they made them all account wide which was dope yes that was totally appropriate that's like i can't even imagine how much work that would be to get a mount on every character like it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense yeah i mean i just remember being fucking stoked to get um like a tiger in Darnassus, well, not a tiger, a saber in Darnassus back in the day, because, like, holy crap, I don't have to walk everywhere now. And it was just so cool. So... And then still sometimes when you come up on your, um, when on your, like, basic mounts, and you're running at, like, 60% speed, and you're like, uh... Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Burped a little bit. So, what, uh... Where did the name Gershom come from? Did you just like sit down and go, what would be a good name? Or is it like a story behind it or? Um, there's a bit of a story. Ooh. So there's, there's a bit of a story. So I am, uh, converted to Judaism. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I don't do the Jewish religion at all but okay when i rolled gershom i was very alone i was in a, a small one bedroom by myself and i was playing wow and i wanted a new character and i picked the name gershom because in uh in hebrew or judaism it means stranger in a strange land and i liked Ooh. it that is perfect. I like yeah. that a lot. See, that's a hell of a lot more so than all, like my so, names and shit. So, I just so sit down. My per so all my, so all my personal, uh, all that stuff aside, I just liked it. I was like stranger in a strange land. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's rock. That's awesome. I like that. Kind of reminds me how um, I have. On some server, I forgot which, I have a Torin druid named Elohi, which is Cherokee for Earth. It just 
it fits, you know? Sometimes a name just clicks and you want to keep it. Um, so, in terms of, like, Shadowlands, what are you thinking of uh, Shadowlands so far? Do you like it? Does, are you disappointed with it? What's your opinion? I like Shadowlands. I think there's a lot to do. And I don't do um, a lot of dungeons. I don't do a lot of raids. I think I I did like a four and a five different mythics last night. Like I kind of queue on like low low key mythics, like for fun with my friends and stuff. But I think overall Shadowlands, I think it's fun. I think the lore is a little weird, and I think we're gonna have fun with it. I don't think it's over. Oh, of course not. Yeah, but overall, I think it's it's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed running Mythics, and I've enjoyed running Mythics to the place where it kind of ties in uh, to the storyline. Like last night, I went to I went into a, a five plague fall, and I had to kick down a, a Sendane, You know? Yeah, I don't think I've done anything higher than a four so far this expansion, just because. Mythic Plus has not really been something that appealed to me until recently, so I personally, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It, it's fun when I do it, just anxiety-provoking. Do you, do you ever find, like, any nervousness when you're going into a group like that and you don't necessarily know the people you're playing with, or are you normal? I am, <laughs> I am, I am entirely nervous all the fucking time. Same. <laughs> Big same. It's basically, thank you. No, it's, uh, if I can't find at least one or two people to care with, then I won't go. I do not do pugs. Mm -hmm. I don't like pugging either. People are, people can be so mean. I have very bad anxiety problems and I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, same. So then if you had to change one thing about Shadowlands, what would it be? Or would you just kind of keep it as it is? I think, um, I think I would keep it as it is. I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, uh, I mean, there's things that I wish that I wish there were more zones. There's so much that I think Shadowlands could be, but I think we're only in we're not even to 9.1 yet. So we don't know what we're getting, right? Mm -hmm. We'll have to see what comes. Exactly. And if you had to guess, then, what the next expansion would be, what would you guess? It's going to be in Corthia entirely. Oh, in the next expansion? Yeah, I think we're going to have, like, Corthia expansion. Corthia, like, the little, uh, the little, the little area that's been added to the mall, you think they're going to expand on that? I think they're going to expand on that in the way that they expanded on, um, what the fuck was the, you had like three zones Argus? in, um, Legion, Yargus, yes, Argus. yes, yes, and they had three zones, I think Corthia is going to expand into, into three or four zones, and I think it's going to be an, uh, an expansion or a semi-expansion, like a patch, I think it, it might be a patch. The expansion, though? I would like to see, I would like to see some kind of intervention to that, you know, like I think there's something 
where the brokers are getting into something. I think there's some sort of cosmos war or something going on. So as far as the expansion, I think a cosmos war would yeah, be I'd good. Yeah, I'd be down for that. The brokers yeah. are just kind of, they're kind of weird, aren't they? Like, what the fuck are those freaks up to? Like, they got fire for head. How did that happen? Their head is fire. Firehead. Jesus. Well, so so, so here's the thing. Um, so I, uh, um, I've been running, like, a lot of mounts and, and reps and stuff like that. And I've come into a lot of, like, ethereals, ethereums, and... It's weird because they all have the same like kind of accent, like that weird accent. I don't know, like you, you know what they're saying. Like, yeah, right? it's uh, basically what's her name from uh, Anna from Overwatch. It's that accent. Yeah, so like you ran into all these all these guys in Burning Crusade, the Ethereums, and they sounded like that. And then you run into like these brokers. And Oribos, and they kind of sound the same, and they kind of look the same. It's like, let me put the stress on, kind of, but I feel like it's weird. Like, how are they not connected? I feel like there's something going on. I don't know, yeah. it's weird. I think you're onto something here. There's got to be some kind of connection between the Ethereals and the uh, the Brokers. The Ethereal. thank you. Yes, the Ethereals and the Brokers. I mean, close enough. I knew what you were talking about. Anyway, so that is basically all we had for interview questions um this is usually something to bring up earlier in the show but i did not today what have you been up to in wow this week if anything really uh lots of mount and and uh grind reps basically all right cool what um what reps have you been grinding so i brought uh, oh sorry caught you I got um, Scryers this week, um, and I've just been grinding a lot of, like, basically everything. Health Games Reach. Okay, so just basically anything you can get your uh, your reputation-y hands on. Rock on. Yes. Yeah, I've been... uh, What I've been up to is my Horde Warlock. I have two Warlocks, one on my Alliance Guild, one on my Horde Guild. Um... And the intent is to raid on both of them, although my work schedule makes that difficult, especially with my Alliance Guild. But I've been working on my Horde Warlock again this past week, and I actually race-changed him to an Orc. He is an Orc Warlock, and uh, I could not be happier because, like I told you before, I love the, the Orc culture. And I think it's really interesting to try to have... I like to have a backstory for my characters, you know? And I've decided that his is basically his parents were both um, shaman in the Shadow Moon clan. And then when Gul'dan was like, okay, guys, we're going to do the warlock thing, they were like, okay. And then they did. And then they realized Gul'dan sucks. And they're like, well, let's go back to shamanism. But then they can't. They're like, oh, crap. The elements don't uh, respond to us anymore. Shit. But then they had this little baby, this little baby orc named Sastras. They're like, we're going to have our little baby orc grow up learning shamanism. So they tried to teach him, but he wasn't really interested in it. And he saw them doing their warlock stuff. He's like, that's dope. So he does that. And he tries to use what is traditionally associated with evil, tries to use that magic to do good things in the world. But in an honorable way. Kind of went into that a little too much, but that's what I've been up to in the game. And went into... 
Nathria again. Um, my Horde Guild, we've been trying to get through normal so that we can move on to Heroic. We have gotten up to Sire Denathrius, so he should fall this coming week. I do not. I have never actually been on like a on a raid. I have never been to Castle Nathria. You might at least want to try out LFR, but if you do, turn off the chat because people are just toxic as shit in there. Oh, so um, I'm also to answer your question earlier. I'm working on um, Hellscream. Hellscream's uh, what do you go uh when you go to Tolbarat? Uh, yeah, um. Was that called Hellscream's Reach? Hellscream's Reach, yeah. That's right. I'm working on that for the mount. And nice. other than that, it's just it's just other like exalted uh realms that don't have anything to do. Like they don't give a mount or anything, but I just want them. Oh yeah, def. I, I have want it all. the I want the I want the 100 uh reps. Yeah, I <laughs> have a friend who um back in the day was trying to get as many exalted reps as she could. But this was like 10 years ago, so now there's like a zillion more. She might have given up on it by now. But that uh, that Hellscream's Reach mount, that's the Spectral Wolf, isn't it? Yeah, Spectral Wolf. Yep. Or for the Alliance, uh, it, the corresponding faction, I don't remember what it's called, but it gives a Spectral Horse. That wolf is dope. I say dope a lot. Dope. 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 Okay, so... Let's move on to the WoW news, why don't we? Um, I'm going to get the BC stuff out of the way first, because, you know, that's kind of the most topical thing that's happening these days. Uh, the BC pre-patch dropped this past week, and people were all excited to start playing it, but then there ended up being a 10-hour realm maintenance, and people were not happy about that. People were real angry. So Blizzard put out a blue post kind of detailing why it was so long. And basically what happened is there was so much data that had to be copied, processed, and had the integrity check of it all done individually by people. And that's because they were essentially splitting one game into two games. They've never done that before. They've never turned... Um, like, if we went from, say, Wrath of the Lich King to Cataclysm, they just went one to the next. They didn't copy everything first and then add on. And I think that's something people need to be a little more understanding of. Because Blizzard does not put all this time and effort and energy into making a game and putting it out there and having something they can be proud of just to debate you and pull it away from you at the last second. That is not how the industry works. And I understand people being mad about the wait, but, you know, these things happen. They really happen. It happened with uh, Classic to a lesser extent. The um, It took longer for it to come out. Oh, well, just be patient. Um, that said, there are still a lot of bugs in the game. That's to be expected when you're doing anything with this kind of thing. There's always going to be bugs because you can't possibly think of everything. So if you encounter a bug, report it. It's the only real way to get it fixed. Uh, in the show notes, there will be a link to the Wowhead article about this. That is just basically reposting the blue post. But uh, that'll be in the show notes. Um, do you intend 
Gershom, do you intend to play any EBC Classic or not really? Um, I don't really think I'm going to play it. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time for retail. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... I, uh... I would like to, but yeah, it comes down to time. It does come down to time, and I, and I think that, um... I played the original Burning Crusade, um, about six months in. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. And... There was also some stuff I realized when you go back to get, like, um, what's it called? Like, Loremaster, right? Mm -hmm. Loremaster. And Ghostlands was, like, a bitch. <laughs> oh, God, It was, yeah. like, really big, and you had no way to, like, run around except to run around in your foot and stuff. And I, I don't know. I just... It was fun when we were doing it, but I don't really have a need to do it, like, again. Right, like a been there, done that kind of thing. See, exactly, exactly. For me, my desire to do it comes from starting so late in BC that I don't really feel like I got a very good, uh, like, experience of it. Like, I didn't see very much. When did I don't you start, if you don't mind me asking? was January 2008, which was right before the Sunwell opened. So pretty much right toward the end. So did you do the Sunwell? I did not. I was not raiding at that. I didn't start raiding until Cataclysm. I only went back and did it on, um, on like, Loremaster. Like, way when well, I yeah. was, when I could solo it, basically. <laughs> yeah, same. I've done that. I think we've all done that. But, um, at the same time, though, if I went and played BC now, I probably would not raid in it, and I would end up with more or less the same experience as I had back in the day. Although, I didn't hit 70 when BC was, um, was current, current, uh, content. So that's something I could do. I could go back, making my goal to reach 70, and then boom, be done. But speaking of um, BC with the pre-patch, Blizzard um, kind of wants people to have a reason to play pre-patch other than leveling a new character. Just kind of, they want something for everybody, not just for the people who want to start, start things out. So what they're doing is they are doubling the honor you get in Battlegrounds, and they're opening Darkmoon Fair starting May 24th, which, on recording this, it is the 23rd, so it's open now. People, go check it out. Um, and then the Darkmoon Fair returns to its regular schedule in June. I don't know for sure if it's in Elwyn and Mulgore, I don't remember if it's like, excuse me, if they did it where it was in one place and then the other or not. But that'll give you all something to do. Get a little bit more honor in your battlegrounds. Go do shit. I don't really care about Darkmoon Fair. I don't even remember what it was like before Darkmoon Fair Island, but I don't, if I remember right, I didn't like it very much. I didn't think it was very fun. So then, moving on from uh, BC, uh, on the 9.1 PTR, 
Um, there's just a couple updates. We're getting more soul ash from Torghast, uh, specifically 82 point something percent more. Um, basically, this is to help your alts catch up, or if you yourself are behind, it'll help you catch up. Completing a layer 12 will give you in total about 1,040 soul ash. For perspective, at present, you can get 570 from doing a layer eight, which accounts for all the soul ash received from the lower layers as well. Um, but in 9.1, if you did a layer eight, you'd get 870, so you get more. Both, If you do both wings at layer 12, you can get 2,080 soul ash per week, and I could really use that. To reiterate, that is meant for catch-up, um, or if you have alternate legendaries to make that you haven't made yet, you can use that. And it is worth reiterating that soul cinders are needed to upgrade legendaries beyond rank four, so to rank five and rank six. And soul cinders drop from layers nine to 12, so doing a 12 would get you 180 soul cinders. Now, Gershom, do you do Torghast? I can't imagine there's much reason to if you don't need anything out of it other than just experiencing it. So my funny story about um, Torghast is actually that I had um, kind of skipped the quest text about getting like my first uh, Lego. And I don't know what happened, but I was like, where's my Lego? <laughs> And I went on the auction house and I bought the biggest one, which was a level four. And I have a few friends on Discord who make fun of me for this bad. But they're like, why do you not have a Lego? And I'm like, I have this mem I have these memories and I have this uh this like little memory shell or whatever, this helm in my backpack. And they're like, dude, that's a level four. And I'm like, I didn't know. I, I did. I was not playing the game. I, I was. So what you're saying is you didn't have the soul ash to uh, craft it. So I didn't know that you were supposed to do it one level at a time. Oh. And so I went and bought the biggest one, and I was like, okay, let me level it. So I did, and when I finally got it, my friends were like, oh my god, you have your fucking legendary. And it was so dumb because it was like the best one. It was like a 235 one. So that's my helm. I have it. I don't it. think that's really all that bad, honestly. Because I, um, on my Horde I Warlock, wasn't, I, I bought the. I just wasn't uh, playing. Fair enough. But on my Horde Warlock, I went and bought the, uh, the rank three base item. And I have the memory I need and the missives. And it's just sitting in my bag waiting for me to get the Soul Ash that I need. So I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing or at least so not i have um i was thinking i was gonna get like an uh like another one so i went and bought another like legendary like missive or or whatever and um kind of haven't gone to torgas since <laughs> no problem with that it, it's and I, um and I was the replayability isn't talking there yeah, and I was talking to a friend in Mythic last night, and he was like, well, duh, you just grinded Soul Ash for, like, four 
levels of the legendary. So yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you might be done with Torghast. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been back since. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I've heard a fair amount of people refer to it as Chorghast, which like, I think that's, I think it's a fair thing to say that it gets kind of repetitive and boring because like, it just takes so long, you know? There's six floors to it right now. In 9.1, they're dropping it to five floors, which I think is a really good move. And they're adding all kinds of stuff to try to make it a little more fun and worth doing. So I'm hoping that works out, because I like the idea of it, but I don't necessarily like the way it's it exists within the game. What, uh, do you mind if I ask, um, what do you think of the, the score system? Because I like it a lot. Just um, out the boat, like, what do you think of that scoring system? I like it in that it gives you something to play for, like a goal to shoot at without it really necessarily having a huge impact. Like, obviously, the better your score, the better the rewards, I think, if I remember right. Um... I like that there's a streak bar. I'm not necessarily crazy about um, having to keep it above a certain level in the streak bar because with the anxiety issues I have, I will be freaking out if I'm dropping below that. Like, no, 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 no. I need to keep going. Oh, fuck. But, you know. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I, I think it's a good move. <laughs> I feel you on that. I do think it's a good move to be adding I stuff like that. I do think it's fun. I think um, a lot of times, being that I solo Gershom through Torghast, like a lot of times what I do is face roll. But that's a mm. hunter, so <laughs> I. it's easy. I just run and I feign death as long as there's no one there. And then I just jump and I keep running. And um, I think I could probably get like a perfect score on speed. Just because I can face roll through it, but I mean, I'm sure all the other classes are going to have fun, like, figuring out what, what they can do with that mechanic. The main thing I am excited for with the changes to Torghast is that you'll get something from whatever you run, no matter how badly it goes. And thank fuck, because right now, like... Thank you. Thank getting you. Getting to fucking layer six i mean floor six yeah. and getting raffle and, stomped and by the terror group the boss and, and, and getting and nothing for it everything yeah that is such yeah. a pain in the ass and it it pisses me off i don't want it i don't want it i love having my I, time wasted i quit no i quit on that i did quit on that i was like if i'm gonna do it i actually just a uh solash i would literally do like twos or threes just so I could be guaranteed to beat the boss just to get something. Because mm -hmm. if you get nothing, it's nothing. And that's bullshit. Yeah. It did not feel good. Yeah, so, it was horrible. So moving on. um, It has been confirmed before that Sylvanas is dropping a legendary bow. And it has a name now. Um, Not going into like the effects of the bow and whatnot because that's cool too but the name of the bow is ray shalare if i've said that right ray shalare death's whisper nobody knows 
why that the name why that's the name like it sounds like the high elf language but it isn't a known high elf word and it's definitely very different from Illyria's bow Thazdara so don't really know don't have much to say other than it has a name now and a model and the model looks pretty dope um but yeah there's not a whole lot else to say about that one speaking of weapons though um i previously reported that kelfazad drops a weapon called the devouring cold and that it had been purely cosmetic only it was Basically, the Sword of a Thousand Truths from the South Park WoW episode. Well, now wait, it wait, has what? stats. Is, is that true? <laughs> yep. Yep. Kelthazad really? drops wow. the Devouring Cold. Um, and now it has stats associated with it. And it did not before, which led everybody to believe it was purely cosmetic. But now it has strength, stamina, crit, and versatility. And I didn't bother writing down what the values are for those because it's PTR and everything is subject to change. So if you ask me, not really worth going into what the numbers are. Uh, it has an on-use effect, and it's not quite clear because all it says is adjust your weapon, whatever the hell that means. Uh, but the on-use effect is likely to be cosmetic only based on people who i'm gonna say experts or whatever but who know this shit they look at it and they're like oh the on use is probably just cosmetic however the also additionally exciting thing is since it's no longer just transmog only excuse me i burped uh there's different tints for raid difficulties now i didn't write down what they are but if i remember right i saw a blue like a red a green it looks neat there's a link, well, maybe not a link, but the URL for the Wowhead article in the show notes. Go check that shit out. Yeah. Like, uh, we've all seen the South Park episode, right? Like, you've seen it, Gershom, I assume. Dude, it's, uh, I kind of live by that shit. I will literally Google it and fall asleep to it. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking iconic. <laughs> It's like, amazing. <laughs> uh, like I think, um, probably one month doesn't go by in my house where like where I will tell my partner, like, I'm I'm talking with my friends on M O G. You are t fuck off or like whatever <laughs> Stan says. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not an R. <laughs> I'm not an R. <laughs> yeah, same stuff. I love. I and we love South Park. So. And if y'all like the episode, you you can get your very own sort of a thousand truths, but it's higher res. It looks dope. One last thing I want to point out from the PTR is there are now mushrooms you can get in Corthia that basically make you trip balls. I'm fucking stoked oh, for this because it's funny. I heard about this. Is yeah, this true, is though? the yeah I, I found it on uh, Wowhead. It is the questionable mushroom, and it can drop from the invasive mushroom. Invasive mushroom that I think you have to kill to get certain things you need. I don't know. I haven't been on the PTR, just reading about it. So the effects this uh, questionable mushroom have is uh, your screen turns kind of faded and spooky looking. Friendly units look like moss-worn mobs. 
I don't know if you can still interact with them or not, but this seems to work everywhere in and out of the Shadowlands. So if you like went to Orgrimmar, it would work there, I think. So uh, you could see. So if you were tripping on shrooms, you could see Moss Warren in Orgrimmar. I believe so. Yeah. And ew. <laughs> the other thing is, you have a chance to hallucinate the jailer coming after you to raffle stomp you with his big jailer wainer. Um, and there's sound effects and everything, but it's just a hallucination. If he gets up to you, he doesn't attack you or anything. If you want to read about this, check out, again, the URL in the show notes. I, I, I think this is really funny and a really good thing to add to the game just because it's funny. Um, and one last little bit of news that I'm just going to cover very quick because I don't know a lot about it. And we're getting a little long in the tooth on the, t on the episode time here. Um, is the Great Push Proving Grounds have been announced. Teams will need to complete Tyrannical, Spires of Ascension, and Fortified Necrotic Wake on the highest keystone levels that they can. So, no lower than a f plus 15. The top six teams to qualify will move on to the Great Push itself, which, yes, let's all acknowledge the stupid name is basically a poo-poo joke. Blizzard did not think that through. But for anybody who's like, what the hell are you talking about? The Great Push is a different kind of um, MDI where teams compete not to complete Keystone dungeons as fast as they can, but to push them as high as they can go. Um, the Wowhead article is in the show notes. I don't understand a lot about Mythic Plus, so maybe somebody who understands the system better can understand the article better than I. However... What I'm hearing here, it sounds like if you're really good at Mythic Plus, get the fuck in there. Do it. Get your friends. Push it as high as you can go. Maybe you can get in there and win some shit. Y yeah. Bentolis. Bet my my, uh, my friend Bent. Yeah, I don't think I've done anything my higher than a four. A I've, I've done five. <laughs> I did a five last night. And I died three times, and it was with the Friends Guild, so they they let me slide. <laughs> you know, speaking yeah, of slide, um, I feel like we, I oh, feel like slide. I talk about oh, uh, do not oh, relent geez. on here a lot, but actually, <laughs> you I think said slide, and I said, oh god. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty par for the course. But slide happened to mention Thrall's balls. And my friend Ben Tolis, who was the guest a couple episodes ago. And it was really bizarre hearing Thrall's balls mentioned and not hearing me mentioned. Not saying people stroke my ego or anything. I'm saying that is so cool that that this is kind of becoming its own entity rather than, hey, well, he's got a podcast, you know? Did they, did they stroke Thrall's balls without stroking Wooly's balls? Is that what happened? They did. They yeah. gave Thrall's <laughs> big hairy nuts a stroke. Can I tell you something funny, actually? Um, Absolutely. So the, so the first couple times I watched the podcast, I literally saw like the like the the square or whatever, and I thought it was all green with the TV on it. Nope, it's a nutsack. Nope, it's a nutsack. Yep, and I think the third time I watched that, I'm like, fuck, it's a nutsack. Oh my god, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It is. It is Thrall's nutsack. Yep. 
Oh, so I have a question for you, though. Yo. Um, where did you get the thing where he was like, balls, balls, they're everywhere, like... Well, um, that was a voice line from, I think, Nazgrim in Mr. Pandaria. And it kind of got memed a lot because, of course it did. He's talking about Thrall's balls. And I went on YouTube and just kind of looked for the voice line and I recorded it to my computer and used it. But the music I found on an open source website... And just and then, yeah. And then I had one other question for you, Yo. which is annoying. So who does your um the guy who says like it's thralls balls like your intro? That's not you. Is thralls it balls. with like a filter? Is that the you World or is that Warcraft someone else? Podcast with a yeah, dirty mind and a clean behind. Oh yeah, my that's god. Me. That's me. <gasps> no way. <laughs> what so it doesn't excited. sound like me? That's cool. Uh, it kind of didn't. <laughs> it kind of didn't. I take that as a victory. A sweet, sweet, I salty victory. Yeah, I literally didn't know who that was. <laughs> Let's move on to the question of the week. So, question of the week last week was, between Bane Bloodhoof, Gen Greymane, and Hogger, who would you fuck, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Purple86 says... Fuck Bane, marry Hogger, kill Gen. Hogger has shinies, so I'm marrying Rich. You know, that's fair. That's fair, but also Gen's a king. He'll have shinies, too. Uh, do you want to read the next one, or do you not have it up? It's okay if you don't have it up. I don't have it up. I don't, right. I don't have it up. Sorry. That's totally fine. So then Ben Tolis says, kill Bane, fuck Hogger, ben marry Greymane. Hell yeah, Bent says, kill Bane, fuck Hogger, marry Greymane. Gen is a king, so you obviously marry him. Right way of thinking. Bane is a bitch compared to his dad, IMO, and Hogger is like the crazy girlfriend who is incredible in bed. I don't think I agree about Bane. I think Bane has a lot more strength than you're giving him credit for. I think it's bullshit that his dad died in a... Like, f the way he died was bullshit. But that doesn't make Bane a bitch. Immune says, I guess, fuck Bane, marry Gen, kill Hogger. I can't kill Bane. He's like one of the two Horde people I have an ounce of respect for. See, like, I have oh, respect for a lot ouch. of Horde people, but I, I appreciate the Bane respect. You know? Vanderlyle says, kill Hogger, because you never pull just one knoll and I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not living in a mud hut, so fuck Bane and marry Gen. How dare you, Vanderlyle? They don't live in mud huts. They live in tents on top of Thunder Bluff. Sir. Well, don't actually, the, uh, I don't know Vanderlyle's pronouns. Don't the, don't the gnolls live in, like, tents in outside of Stormwind, though? Yeah. This is true. The gnolls have... More shit to... Oh, I mean, he's killing. He's killing Hogger, though. Oh, okay. He's oh, killing Hogger and marrying Gen, and... He's gonna fuck Bane in the mud for some reason. Slide Whistle says, Kill Bane, fuck Gen Greymane, marry Hogger. Hogger is a beaut, can't let him go. 
That sounds like slide. So, Gershom, between the three of them, what about you? All right. I would, um... Wow, this is going to cost me a lot of shit online, but I would say I would fuck Gen. <laughs> uh, I think I'd have to agree with that. I would fuck Gen. I would kill Hogger. And uh, who was the other one? Bane Bloodhoof. You would marry Bane. Oh, but I would marry Bane. Yep, that's right. Yep. Bane, uh, I feel like Bane can provide us, you know? I, I feel Bane, yes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. The cow provided. I think I think Gen would be a good fuck. <laughs> I mean, and got that, Hogger, uh, fuck him. I would just kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you'd get hurt if you tried to do anything along those lines with Hogger. Yeah. No. Definitely fuck Gen though. Definitely fuck Gen. Well, I mean, he's also human, so the others are animals. Hum- human dog. Dog. Oh, well, I'm I mean, dog he's or... human when he's human. Well, actually, that brings up an I interesting think, point. Would he, he lose he control would. during the deed? I think he would. I'm pretty I, sure he would. Yeah, I think, I think he would get into some, some docu-style fucked up shit with him, and it'd be fun. So, everybody, that was the question of the week. The new question of the week is, if it were up to you, what would the next expansion be? Now, you can be as ridiculous or as serious as you'd like. So if it can, if you want to get in and say it's like some kind of ridiculous, stupid dating sim or some shit, you can do that. If you want to get in and say, I think it's going to be an intergalactic disco war, you can do that. And the best way to answer that question is to join the Discord server and answer it in the question of the week text channel. Discord server can be found in the show notes. It can be found on the Twitter page at ThrallsBallsPod. Additionally, if you don't want to join the Discord, that's fine. You can answer the question on Twitter at ThrallsBallsPodcast. No, at ThrallsBallsPod. Excuse me. And you can email it to ThrallsBallsPodcast at gmail.com. Now, one last little bit here that I'm really excited about. There's actually a review to read. Uh, this came a couple weeks ago, and I actually didn't, didn't know it was there because I never went to look. But there is a five-star review on May 6th on the Warcraft Radio podcast directory from It's a Duck Gun, who I know to be... Uh, I don't know if he'd like it if I said it or if he wouldn't care. But it's somebody I know. I never thought to check for a review to now, but now I found it. So if you want to leave a review, you can go to warcraftradio.com, click on the podcast directory, look for Thrall's Balls. It's a duck gun says, I am quite pleased to see that Wooly, all around good guy, thank you, has entered the world of auditory entertainment. His content is friendly and personal enough that it feels like chatting with a friend over Discord. His segments are informative while still feeling genuine. I look forward to hearing more from the show. Thanks, man. That's really, really kind of you. Thank you for leaving that review. Uh, To reiterate, if you would like to leave a review, you can do so in iTunes or on the Warcraft Radio podcast directory at warcraftradio.com. 
I also want to give a shout out to Ro, also known as Brian Black. He's been doing this whole curating thing for a long time recently ish in the past like year or two launched the warcraft radio podcast directory he's been doing tons of work on this for years and without him there are a lot of shows that i would not have ever known about because i've seen him retweet i've seen him like on twitter it's great and on that database there are all kinds of kick-ass blizzard focused podcasts you can check out and see if you like them so shout out to that warcraftradio.com all i have to say about that so before we get out of here uh gershom do you have any social medias you want to plug or not really you don't have to if you don't want to totally up to you um so i'm on twitter at karara do you want to post that in the show notes? Or? I will put that in the show notes. because Yeah, it's it's hard to spell. I know. <laughs> I want to change it. Um, other than that, I'm on the Discord. Uh, LFR. I'm on your Discord. It throws balls. And um, I'm just so happy that I was here. And I want to say thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on to the show. It was a lot of fun. Um... If you want to leave any feedback or answer the question of the week, you can email the show at thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us and throw us a follow, too, at thrallsballspod on Twitter. My Twitter is at wooly08, uh, two O's, two L's, zero eight, wooly08. Uh, please make sure to follow the show on Spotify or whatever podcasting app you use. Um, once again, would really appreciate more reviews because that was dope. I love reading stuff like that out. But other than that, until next time, guys. See ya! Channeling fucking novel over here. <laughs>